Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, the topic is the proactive writer wins. The proactive writer wins. And this is a very important topic because this is one of these characteristics that you can adopt that will really distinguish you from most other freelance writers and copywriters. In fact, in my opinion and in my experience, copywriters and writers who do this, who are proactive, tend to be those writers who get the best clients, the kind of writers that clients want to work with more often, tend to make more revenue. I mean, a lot of good things happen if you if you do this one thing, be proactive. And let me give you a couple of examples of, of what I mean. Here is one scenario. Let's say you are working on a white paper and you're writing this white paper for a client and you have a question about a survey that the client wants you to use in the white paper. So you email the client And you say, here's a question I have. I'm working on the white paper. I really need an answer to this question about the survey that I'm going to use in this white paper. And you don't hear back from the client. So what do you do? Do you sit and wait? Do you just stop work on the white paper project until you get an answer back? How do you handle that situation? What do you do? It's very critical what you do next in that situation. Let me give you another scenario. Let's say that you are talking to a client about doing a series of sell sheets. So the client wants six, seven sell sheets for one of their products. This is not an unusual project, by the way. And sell sheet projects can be great projects. But sell sheets are designed. And the client is looking for a designer. Perhaps he had a designer. The designer dropped out at the last minute. And he says, great, I want to hire you for these sell sheets. Thanks for taking this project on. However, our designer backed out. We're looking for another designer. Um, we'll get back to you as soon as we find a new designer for these sell sheets. Okay, what do you do? Do you sit and wait? Do you say, okay, Mr. Client, when you're ready to go with this project, you give me a call and I'm ready to start writing these sell sheets for you. Is that, what, is that how you respond? Let me give you another scenario, a third one. Let's say that you are working on an email marketing campaign for a client. The client wants you to write a whole series of emails, uh, perhaps a series of emails to help them generate leads. That's a very common application for companies that do email marketing. But the marketing director that you're working with, she's still trying to figure out how the campaign's going to come together. She's not really sure what what she's going to offer, what the topics of each email is going to be. You know, she's in the midst of strategizing. So she says, you know what? We want to work with you on writing these emails, but we still have some work to do at our end, strategizing the campaign, kind of figuring it out, how it's going to work, how it's going to be put together. We'll get back to you when we're ready to go. So what do you do in that situation? Do you say, okay, Marketing director, client, I'm going to wait until you get back, until you call me. Uh, a lot of writers will handle that situation that way. So what do you do in those situations? So you can see in each one of those situations, 
something has happened with the client or something has happened with the project where you have an excuse to stop, where, we, where you have an excuse, a really good excuse, a justifiable excuse to sit back and say, okay, I'll wait until I hear from you. But that actually can work against you. That's a reactive approach, and that can work against you uh, a lot. First of all, that kind of thinking, that kind of attitude can negatively impact your brand as a copywriter or a content writer for B2B companies. Clients may see you as a, an order taker, as a follower, as someone who needs direction all the time. Uh, to give you an example of my first scenario, if you're working on a white paper, you have a question about a survey, and you're asking questions that you need answers to, or you think you need answers to before you can finish the white paper, the client at the other end of those requests may be thinking, man, that's the 100th request I had today. I was hoping to farm this project out to this writer, and they would take care of it. Now I'm getting inundated with questions about it, and this writer is a bit high maintenance. Maybe they need a lot of direction. Maybe they're not the expert I thought they were. That doesn't sound fair, by the way, does it? But that could be the way that the client is thinking, if you handle the situation that way. It also impacts the way you're treated. If you're reactive rather than proactive on projects, you know, uh, it could impact the way clients uh, see you. Uh, it could impact the amount of respect you get. Again, you may be seen as someone who just needs a lot of direction and not someone who's truly an expert at what you do. And it could cost you revenue as well. I mean, if you're waiting for your client to find a new designer for a series of sell sheets, you know what? That sell sheet project may never come to light. Weeks can go by, months can go by, and then you might follow up with the client and say, hey, what about those that project to write a series of sell sheets? And they may be thinking, oh yeah, that was two months ago. You know what? We've moved on. We're doing some other things. <laughs> so you, the project may actually disappear on you, okay? Even if you've been actually hired for the project, it may disappear on you. So uh, these are all things that can happen if you take a reactive approach. Now, let me go through each one of those scenarios and turn it around into a proactive approach. Okay, my first scenario, scenario number one. You're working on a white paper project. You have some questions about a survey that the client wants you to use and integrate into your white paper, but the client doesn't get back to you right away. Okay, you send a couple of emails. A week has gone by. They haven't gone back to you. Do you stop work on the project? Well, if you're proactive, okay, and the title of this podcast is The Proactive Writer Wins, you know what you do? You finish the white paper anyway. You finish it anyway. And in the section of the white paper where you have a question, you simply put in brackets, Mr. Client. You don't say Mr. Client, of course. You say the person's name. Uh, just say, uh, I have a question that needs answered about this survey. Once I get that, I will finish this section once I have some clarification uh, with that question I ask. And you just put that in there, a little block of copy that explains what you need in that section, but you finish the rest of the white paper and you deliver it on time. That's what a proactive writer would do. And I've done that many times and clients really appreciate that. Let's go to scenario number two. The client needs a series of sell sheets, but their designer dropped out at the last minute. So they're asking you to wait until they find a new designer. Well, what would a proactive writer do? Proactive writer would say, Mr. Client, I realize you're looking for another designer. May I send you some names of designers that I know 
that I can recommend to you. Perhaps you can call them and size them up and see if they're a good fit for this project. That's what a proactive writer would do. Let's look at scenario number three, the email marketing scenario, where the client is, is putting together an email marketing campaign, but she doesn't have the strategy together yet. She, so she says to you, well, we just don't have our strategy together. We're not sure what our offer is going to be. We're not sure uh, how many emails we're going to have and what the topic of each email is going to be. So please wait until we get that done. A uh, reactive writer would say, okay, fine, I'll wait. Proactive writer would say, would it be helpful, Miss Client, if we, uh, if we got on the phone together for a half hour, an hour, and we strategized together on how this email campaign could work? Because I have a lot of experience writing email campaigns, and I could probably give you a lot of good ideas and recommendations. And perhaps spending a half hour to an hour on the phone, we might be able to strategize this whole email campaign within that hour, and then I can go ahead and start writing the pieces for you. That's what a proactive writer would do. And I can tell you from experience, a lot of clients will take you up on that offer. They'll be, they'll be happy to take you up on that offer. And your chances of, of, of that project actually happening uh, will, uh, will go up dramatically. So that's what I mean by proactive versus reactive. Let me give you a couple of uh, ex uh, examples of how this has worked uh, for me in the past and, and a colleague of mine in the past as well. I remember a few years ago, a client hired me to write a uh, website, which, uh, which I was really excited about because this is the kind of company, the kind of project that I enjoy. And it was a $5,000 project. But you know what? Just like the, uh, the second scenario I gave you earlier, their web designer backed out at the last minute. And the client was so frustrated, he almost canceled the project. It wasn't like he told me to wait. He said, you know, Steve, we, we may not be going ahead with this because we have other projects on the go. This project may just have to go on the back burner indefinitely. And I said, well, wait a minute. Let me see if I can find a designer for you. And through my network, I, I sent him the names of two really good web designers that I've worked with before. He ended up hiring one of them, and we went ahead with the project and we got the project done. Now, that project would have disappeared on me. I would have lost a $5,000 project if I wasn't proactive. Okay. And to give you another example, there was a friend of mine who was ghostwriting a business book for one of her clients. And she had some very important questions in a, in a couple of chapters. And the client was just not getting back to her. The client was very busy. They were traveling a lot. They, they just weren't getting back to her. And she she was ready to stop work on the project until she could see the answer. She couldn't see how she could go any further. And I recommended to her, I said, finish the book, but in those sections where you had questions, simply put a text box or, or a special note and said, you know, I have a couple of questions here. Once I get those answers, I will complete this section for you. And she finished the book with a couple of those holes in it uh, with, that she had questions about, and she delivered it on time. And her client was over the moon about that. Her client was so appreciative. Thank you very much for doing that. Sorry we didn't get back to you on those questions. Thank you for not stopping your work on the project because you had some questions. We really appreciated that. And, of course, they answered the questions for her. And she was able to, uh, in, in the edits, complete those sections. Okay, that's being proactive. And being proactive always pays off for you when you're working with clients. 
So I'm going to give you some suggestions about being proactive. Always look for opportunities when you're working with clients to help them strategize. That's number one. Help clients strategize. Help clients figure things out. Help clients come up with ideas and concepts. If you're hired to write an ad, for example, but the client really doesn't have any good ideas for an ad or what to offer, offer to get on the phone with the client for a few minutes or half an hour or even an hour and brainstorm together. You just ask the client, hey, let's brainstorm to see if we can figure this out, figure out what the best offer for your ad is going to be, and then I can go ahead and write it. So always look for opportunities to help clients strategize if they haven't completed their strategy yet. Another one is always look for opportunities to find and or recommend other professionals. Be, be in a position to recommend other designers, web designers, translators, <laughs> whatever the case may be. Look for opportunities to recommend other professionals. That means you have to be proactive in your network and build a network of other professionals that you can recommend. By the way, they can also be great referral sources for you too, so it can pay off that way. And number three, look for opportunities to do additional research, okay? If you're writing a white paper, for example, and you have a, a question, you know, another way to handle that is to do the additional research yourself, you know, offer to go the extra mile. In my interview with former marketing director turned copywriter Robin Rees, just, in, in, just last week in the previous podcast, she actually mentioned that. She said when she was a marketing director, she really appreciated working with writers who went the extra mile and done some, done some extra digging and did some extra research and brought some new ideas to the table. And that's what a proactive writer does. Okay, that's someone being a proactive writer. So always look for opportunities to uh, do some extra research. And one final tip is avoid pushback as often as you can. Pushback is when you have a question or you need something to complete the project and you push it back onto the client and now the ball is in their court and you're just waiting for them to get back to you. Clients hate that. Everyone hates that. Do whatever you can to keep moving forward on the project. Be proactive as you possibly can. Finish a project even if you have some holes, some unanswered questions that need answers. Finish the project Keep moving forward. Be that person that gets things done, that moves things forward, that is proactive. If you, if you have that point of view and that attitude when working on projects, believe me, clients notice and they love working with writers like that. So I hope that lesson helps you. And that's this week's B2B Writing Success. I'm Steve Slonwhite. And would you do me a favor? If you have any topic suggestions or questions, please send me an email. I'm easy to reach. It's steveslawnwhite at gmail.com. So until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slawnwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. <laughs>